Maybe we don't know. Maybe we don't. This time, 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 this What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton. Welcome to episode 126 of the Power Company podcast brought to you by PowerCompanyClimbing.com. Maybe I should say the long-awaited episode 126 because I've definitely not been keeping up with the podcast while I was in Australia. However, I am back in Lander, Wyoming currently and, um, you know, getting caught up, just started a new training cycle um, getting excited to spend some time at home. I've been on the road for quite a while. And what that means for you all is that I'll be putting out lots more podcasts. I've got so many waiting. It's a little bit out of control. It's very out of control, let's be honest here. And I'll also be getting caught up on the patron episodes. There's a lot to talk about on there. So I'm excited to get those rolling as well. Coming up very soon, Nate and I will both be teaching a pre-conference workshop in conjunction with the Climbing Wall Association Summit, which is the subject of today's podcast. And um, that'll be called Coaching Tools for Growth. We'll be giving coaches a safe space to make mistakes, bumble through the language, really dig into the learning process of, of coaching, as well as really digging into how to build a high quality practice with your athletes and and taking the coaches through a session getting their ideas really working through all of that um, which is you know a place that coaches don't often get where we're looked at to have the answers so I think it's going to be a really valuable workshop if you're a coach interested in coaching and you're going to be at the CWA summit definitely check that out. That happens Wednesday, May 15th at the new Spot Denver. Really excited to see their new gym too. Um, I'll also be speaking at the CWA conference um, on quality practice and growth mindset. So similar topics, um, but more a directed talk than a hands-on workshop. And you can register for the pre-conference workshop as well as the entire CWA seminar at climbingwallsummit.org. It's coming up soon. Get registered now. Coming up right after the CWA, it will be the next Performance Climbing Coach Seminar that happens in Fort Collins, May 18th to the 20th. I believe there are still spots left, so you should check out performanceclimbingcoach.com and get registered if you have not. We've also announced the next one. It's going to be in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Did I say that right? Murfreesboro? I'm not sure how you pronounce that, actually. Um, and that's going to be October 4th through the 6th. My birthday's on the 5th, so cupcakes for everybody. Neely's not going to like that, but I don't much care. And um, all of our coaches are going to be there, all of the power company coaches, uh, Paul Corsaro, Nate Drolet, of course, Blake Cash, and Jess West, our newest coach, will all be in attendance. They'll be there attending the seminar, mostly just to keep me in check and uh, 
let me know how badly I'm doing, I'm sure. Um, but you can meet us all, so come to that event, please. Again, you can sign up at performanceclimbingcoach.com. So I, I mentioned the CWA in there, and um, if you've been listening to this podcast, it's no secret that I had a really fantastic and productive time at last year's CWA. That's the Climbing Wall Association. This is their trade show, their summit that they host in Loveland, Colorado. And and when I first went to the CWA, I I didn't really know what to expect. I just knew that there were a lot of people there I would like to talk to for the podcast and that I should go and check it out. And I was pretty blown away by the entire event. And this year, actually, I think I'm skipping Outdoor Retailer and just putting my focus into the CWA. It, it just seems to make more sense for my business. And um, today's guest is the events coordinator for the CWA, Emily Moore. Um, she was my first contact with the CWA and has been absolutely amazing. She's incredibly passionate about this thing that she and her team are building. And um, I'm not going to say too much more. I'm just going to let you get the whole gist of it from Emily. And just a quick note, um, in the middle of this conversation, we do hear from a friend of mine, Dan Chancellor, from So Ill about his experience with the CWA because he's been coming since the very first one. All right, let's get into it. You know, as significant as the online community is in climbing, you can't replace the value of physically being in that same place and engaging in these conversations. Schedule's going off relatively without a hitch, and exhibit hall's been buzzing all day, so we're happy to see all that happening. I am baffled by the amount of, like, poise and, oh, I'm just here having fun that it appears that you have going on, (laughs) because I can't imagine with any size team organizing all of this. It's kind of insane. Um, you know, we are a small team. It's just four of us total. Um, but what's nice is that they're really supportive. Um, when Bill brought me on the team, our president and CEO and founder of the organization, um, he level set with, Hey, this is going to be a lot of logistics. It's going to be a lot of upfront planning and, and high level of detail, but if you're able to carve out the time for the passion projects and seeing through other aspects of the event that you would like to bring to life, then then do it and you have the freedom to do that. So I think having that opportunity to balance out the sort of nitty gritty in the weeds of pulling this event together yeah. um, along with developing content areas for um, presentations and panels that are really gonna help support the industry and and support the people here and growing and um, developing and deepening their practice. Um, that's what keeps me smiling and, and happy here. Yeah, it seems to me that you're you're really, really interested in in moving things forward, you know, the whole industry. It doesn't 
I haven't gotten the impression that it's like a, a selfish pursuit at all. If if I were in your position, I would be like more training, more training, <laughs> you know. But you're you're helping things move forward in all directions, which I think is makes you the perfect person for the job. Thank um, you. What was the what was the initial impetus for the CWA? Like what? For I don't this know a whole lot event? about it. So sure. I mean, just initially. Oh, initially. Period. Do you know the history of yeah, how it I all sort of came about? I can speak to that to a certain extent. Um, you know, the founders originally recognized this gap in the industry where there are climbing gyms cropping up. There's interest. It's not quite mainstream. It's actually quite far from the mainstream. Right. Um, but they saw the business potential um, for well builders and holds companies and flooring and all the aspects that it takes to bring a gym to life. And they saw that we had a lot of your traditional just climber dirtbags kind of who are becoming entrepreneurs. Sure. Um, and there's a, a learning curve <clears throat> there and there's opportunity for education and opportunity to, to grow economically. Um, and so that's how this sort of hybrid um, exhibit hall and conference model was born. Um, and that's what it makes the show, I think, somewhat unique in the outdoor industry. Yeah. And, and the climbing all the people industry. I've talked to who have been here like since the first one or since the second one or since really early on, they've all expressed not necessarily surprise, but awe maybe at the growth of it. And yeah, and several of them have really pointed to this year as as a big growth curve versus last year. Wow, that's really um, exciting to hear. Yeah, and it and I don't have anything to judge it by because this sure. is my first CWA. Yeah. Well, this is my um, first too. So So what what is it that you brought that makes this one in the eyes of those people who've been here forever so much different, hmm. do you think? That's a good question. Um, you know, I do remember when I first came onto the team, um, just reflecting on what the potential for this event could be. And um, there's so much going on on the forefront of identity politics that um, that we can address as a community. Sure. Um, and so one priority that I had for the event was if we have now almost 900 people in one place because that's where we're at we, th we were expecting by the way about 600 700 people more like right. 700 and now we're at 900 so i'm i'm so psyched um but if we have all these people in one place um and we have people who are having this focus on operations management program development and they're looking for new ideas and everything that i know about the climbing community is these are good, solid people. These are people who care about their community. These are people who want yeah. to make their community better. Um, and this was an opportunity to speak to ways that we can create pathways to open up climbing to communities that haven't had access to it, be that financial, cultural, economic barriers. Um, so bringing out folks like Ryan Gagnon, um, bringing out James Mills as the keynote speaker. Yeah. Um, just setting that tone um, was a big priority for that. Yeah, you know, I love James. James is a, a friend of mine and an amazing guy. And I thought of the CWA coming in as like the indoor climbing retailers, you know? Sure. Um, 
So I was surprised to see James as the keynote speaker, mm-hmm. not because he's not a great speaker, um, but because I wasn't sure how it fit into the greater narrative. Um, but sure. now that I'm here and seeing what's going on and, you know, feeling the, the buzz that's going around the place and having conversations with people, now it makes total sense. And that's something that you, you saw before it happened. And, and again, I think that's, that's why you're in this position that you're in. You know, the ability to understand that that's a really integral part of the growth um, which I think we all get, but not to the degree that that I would have made it such a, a big part of the event. And well, it seems I can't to be take working. so much credit. I mean, I've just brought out the folks who are doing the good work. Sure, um, sure. For example, you know, we have Elise Rylander from Out There Adventures. In particular, she's giving a discussion on... Um, Pathways for LGBTQ um, youth and and entry level staff to obtain fellowships and internships into the industry. So really, the, the focus that I'm coming from is what can I do one to cultivate these conversations and two ensure that these conversations are helping folks come home with well what now answers to that question. Right. So as long as it checked those two boxes. And or they because were, I just talked to Tonde, yeah. other questions to ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he'd say, well, I, there is no answer. You know? <laughs> yeah, so. he's great. He's so, so humble. He has so much to offer, but also recognizes that, you know, we can always keep learning. And I yeah. think that's, that makes him so great. Yeah. And he, he's got something that, you know, was it Elise? Is that? Elise, who yeah. Who just said that I'm, I'm sure she brings in that you introduced me to Ryan last night mm-hmm. and that he definitely brings in and that's that they're really, really passionate about what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. You know, I, I hadn't put a ton of thought into the idea of getting minority kids involved in climbing. I hadn't put a lot of thought into how that would happen or what the logistics of it would be but listening to ryan talk about it last (laughs) night i was immediately like i should be doing this why am i not doing this his passion is infectious just being around him um made me so inspired to see what he's created because no one no one sat him down and said this is something that needs to be done and that's what i really admire from him is that you know he he was guiding and decided he so-called needed to grow up or go to grad school. <laughs> right. So he gets his degree and then he gets his next degree, his doctorate. And um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he, he just created this opportunity for himself and to help other people and to support this community that he's passionate about. Yeah. So that's what I really admire about him. And, you know, his partnership with USA Climbing has already yielded so much. And I cannot wait to see how his presentation goes tomorrow because I know there are going to be a lot of hand raisers in the audience. Oh, yeah. Who are going to want to participate and create pilot programs like this. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, how can I help with this? And I don't own a gym or, you know. Right. I, I, right. It, it's, it's amazing. Can I be the bus driver? Like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Seriously. And. But I, I think that's how the whole industry is. Um, you know, I think I see so many people who are in that position where they've 
figured it out for themselves, put themselves in this position mm-hmm. that they then use to help other people figure out how to get into their position. And I think everybody in this room has that quality in common. I yeah. think everybody here, you know, for the most part are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, they are carving out a space for themselves in this industry. No one handed it to them. Yeah. Um, so while it is a relatively small sandbox economically for the dollars being spent, although that is growing year over year, um, you know, they're all finding ways to stand out and be unique and, and diversify what they're offering and innovate. Um, and that's, that's the personality and that's the energy that's here at this event. So someone like Ryan coming in, speaking to, um, a different type of programming or a different type of idea that maybe folks haven't considered, Mm. it's still so relatable Sure. and what it took to get there. And I think that's where everybody has that in common. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been out of the box thinkers to some degree, you know, I mean, this industry has sprung up from from nothing essentially over the last 30 years yeah you know it really was i mean my the first gyms i went to were just little tiny plywood gyms that you know are were great gyms and they're still some of the greatest yeah they're still some of the greatest gyms but what's grown out of that is it's hard to even comprehend. Mm-hmm. Seeing what some of these wall builders are doing right now, for example, crazy. is really, really creative. Yeah. It's really fun. And, and especially the holds, the holds companies yeah. and what they're creating. We have these giant tufa sneaking up to yeah. the ceiling. We have what, like <laughs> 20, 30 foot ceilings in here. We have this giant tufa in here. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, something I really appreciate about being here and I was, I was talking to some of the setters earlier and explaining to them that for me, that's what this place represented when I first contacted you and said I would like mm-hmm. to come out and, you know, work with the CWA on something. I don't know what. But for me, I don't run into these people out at the crags. Right. You know, this isn't the, the group I see outside or necessarily even at OR. Um, but this is such an integral part of the industry and the community mm-hmm. um, the setters the shapers the the gym owners mm-hmm. you know and I wanted to be able to talk to those people as well sure and having yeah. this gathering of 900 of them know. you know still can't believe it it's it's amazing I've just been running around with my microphone like an <laughs> idiot yeah just ambushing people so that's the way to be here so so yeah I really appreciate that this gathering happens you know, what, if someone were to contact you and say, I'm considering coming to the CWA, why should I? Sure. What I guess do you say? my first question would be, um, what is your role in the climbing industry or better yet, what would you like it what to be? What would you like it to be? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter where you're at right now so much as that you have the desire and the drive to, to have a vision and to make the right connections and um, work hard to make that happen. And this is a great place to, to make those connections, to meet the right people, um, have a few beers. Yeah, few maybe, beers. Maybe a bottle of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not speaking from experience no, at no. all. No, of course not. <laughs> well, I think you said something really important. You said 
not only is this a great place to connect, meet those people, but if you want to work hard to get there, yeah, I think that's a really key part that people yeah. have to remember. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You don't come to these things as a networking event and just walk around and expect networking to happen. Yeah. You know, you have to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to, to work for it. And, and I do believe wholeheartedly that within this industry and within this community, if you're willing to put yourself out there, if you believe in your idea, mm -hmm. then it's not hard to meet the people who can help that idea come to fruition or, yeah. or to find the people who you want to help their ideas. Yeah, there's still know? a lot of room. So if you're yeah. looking to create something, if you have a passion project and you want to make that come to life in the climbing industry, the indoor climbing industry, there's a lot of room. And, you know, the folks that are here right now, they spend, they spend all year thinking about um, what, how they're going to leverage this moment because it's a moment yeah. for them. So they're not showing up. This is, this is our everyday offering. This is who we are. I mean, you can, and you'll probably still do well because a lot of these folks are really super talented and hardworking, but the smartest ones are using this moment to show off really their full potential. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, I had a great conversation with Louis Anderson earlier mm -hmm. um, and wanted to know as, as an OG in this game, mm -hmm. you know, and then as a vet of this community and of this show, he's been here every year. Right with the advent of social media and the internet and being able to launch a company from your living room and have it right. be successful immediately, why choose the CWA to launch your hold line? Mm -hmm. you right. Know? And, and it's essentially it's because his people are here and mm -hmm. his, it's the best gathering of the people who care mm -hmm. and they can put their hands on the things. And, and that means Everything, yeah, you know, when yeah. it's a tactile sport, tactile you activity. You took the word like right out of my is. mouth. I was going to say, the CWA, we don't really have a big social media presence. We could. I, I recognize that the, the industry is so heavy on the Instagram and yeah. so heavy on all of that. And as much as I'd like to have a sexier presence online, um, the CWA and what we offer is so tactile. Yeah. Because it's this event, it's here, it's the in-person, and it's also all the certification that we do. So helping mm -hmm. setters be safer at height, right? training wall instructors, et cetera. What we do is face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, I, I talked to Tonde about, um, he's very much Yoda, but he also <laughs> is very pragmatic. Mm -hmm. and, and those two things don't seem to clash in him at all, which I found really interesting. I think yoga's a bit pragmatic at times when he chose to be. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm seeing here. Like there's, it's a really fun atmosphere. It's everybody's hanging out. I mean, we were all here till midnight or something last mm -hmm. night, drinking and talking and, yeah. you know, and there's just this great energy. But then there are classes that everyone is going to and excited about and everyone wants to know what class you're going to. And it's like being back in college. Yeah. And, <laughs> but then there are very, very pragmatic um, 
classes like you just said, mm-hmm. like how to work better at height, and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the, the safety aspects and the, the business aspects are, sure. are represented here yeah. hugely, you know, the legal aspects, the, and there's everything from the gym side of things, things that I would have never really thought about, you know, the, the flooring and mm-hmm. the sure. insurance and all sure. these things are represented here for sure. the people who want to know what's new in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a huge contrast from year one. Year one being more um, high level, more 10,000 feet, how to run a business. And now due to the growth of the event or causing and inspiring the growth of the event is specializing and allowing folks to hone in on these subjects in greater depth. So not just opening a climbing gym 101, but here's the aspects of funding. Here are the aspects Mm -hmm. of insurance and legal considerations. Yeah. How to hire people, how to manage people. These are things that, these are acquired skills. Mm -hmm. And some folks have that and some folks need a little more help. And that's totally totally. understandable. And totally, this is a great way to crash course in, in those topics and get yourself set up for success. Yeah. And I don't think it's just a show where big gyms, should be either. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting that feel. There's a lot of very small, um, you know, single gym, mm-hmm. yeah. um, groups here. Absolutely. And, and, and it's all of the presenters, you already said this are entrepreneurs, you mm-hmm. know, yes, there are some bigger companies here, BD and, you know, some of the bigger companies, but yeah. there's also, the tiny companies, yeah, you know, and it like rock candy. Well, and Sam Craig is here Sam selling Krieg. bags. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. In fact, I walked past Sam and he said, we never made your chalk bags. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've talked shit about you a number of times. He's amazing. <laughs> because, because you totally just dropped the ball on my emails. He's one guy. And, yeah. It's just him. And he's like, let's do it. Let's talk about it right now. I got to make your chalk bags. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, you should have him do it here. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so ill um, are a group that I've spent a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've been coming since early on. Yeah. And, and they've watched the show grow as they've grown, you know. Exactly. And they feel like it's an integral part of their business. Yeah. Showing yeah. up here and, you know, having everything for people to touch and feel and understand. And they're even really though, creative. Even though they have this massive social media presence. Yeah. Yep. You know, Absolutely. They could they could very easily make their living just off of social media because they're amazing at it. Yeah. But they feel like they need to be here. What I like about it too is like, you know, if we do other trade shows in Germany or we go to shows in Japan and shows in um, Salt Lake or Denver, or whatever. But this one, it's not a real salesy environment, which is good for me because I'm not a sales guy. <laughs> Uh, if I if I was, I'd be like, I don't know about this place. But what I love about it is seeing seeing gym owners discussing things with them. We're not trying to sell anything. We're just showing the cool stuff we've worked on over the last year. So there's no like weird pressure. There's no like um, like try to sign or try to sell or try to you know. There's no agenda. It's just cool to hang out with people and get their perspectives and share ideas and show new products at the same time. There's few times when the brand, I feel like the brand can come to life. So at a place like this, that's why we spend so much time making the booth cool and getting all the products right and making sure we got all the newest things in to show people. Um, it's special to me to be able to come in person and set something up and have people be able to talk to them face to face and experience experience like 
all the heart and soul that we've put into design and all those things in person and not just looking at like a flashy picture online. So that's, that's important for me. So that's why we try to make it so neat um, and have the booth so, so interesting looking. But I also relate to gym owners too. And I believe even though things are changing and a lot's going online, I believe in traditional brick and mortar. I'm still like in that age where I want to go to the mall and I want to try on my pair of shoes. And um, I'm not sure about the next generation, but currently I think there's a huge demographic of people still doing that. So for how much work we put into things on the front end from design to aesthetics to sourcing to like marketing and like, you know, making cool things for cool people, as much work as we put into that, like I want to find the right partners too who are going to do really cool with the brand. So for instance, our Japanese guys are here. They're interested in indoor climbing. They have seven gyms. They do online distribution, they do import, they do, they sell the 300 climbing gyms and it's an awesome opportunity to show them our space, the booth and say, hey, hey, this is how your displays need to look in Japan. Like this is when a new product comes out, this is why, this is what it needs to look like. This is how it needs to be displayed. And we can do that in person here, um, showing them the booth. And it's like an, an incredible thing. I think tomorrow I've got meetings with five or six different distributors from around the world. Our guys from Israel are here, guys from Canada are, Canada are here. So it's just a really unique opportunity to, to talk with people. And, you know, as significant as the online community is in climbing, um, experiential isn't going anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yep. No, so I they see the value in that and, and yep. we're grateful for that. I think that experiential, <laughs> tactile, thing is you know that experience is the whole reason and they had jason kell here shaping yeah yeah live shaping which is pretty cool yeah watch. And, you know this morning at tone day's presentation i was there really early and got to watch people come in and i wanted to see who was going to show up because sure. you know i i wanted really wanted to hear tone day speak mm -hmm. um he had a packed house he had a jam-packed house yeah and it was really fun to watch jason walk in and ty Foose walk in mm -hmm. and nathan from rock candy and uh john unks the headsetter at momentum mm -hmm. and you know watching all these big names and influential characters in the climbing community walk in to to watch this presentation of a guy they could probably just call up and say hey what do you think about yeah, this? yeah definitely you know that that validates it for me. Yeah. Like, like yeah. this is why I'm here. The same reason that all these guys who I would look to for the answers. Sure. They're here. Sure. You know? Sure. And you can't replace the value of physically being in that same place. Totally. And engaging in these conversations. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So where's it go from here? Are we even allowed to say what's, <laughs> what's coming? What's next? Well, what, what's in your pipeline? It's a great question. Mm -hmm. I know step one is I'm going to disappear into Rocky Mountain National Park for That's about 48 really hours. That's a great idea. That's step one. It should be more like 96 <laughs> 96 hours. to yeah. two months? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but there's so much to digest and think through. Um, you know, I'm excited to actually continue to grow 
the CWA events program holistically, not just the summit. Um, so bringing more regional opportunities to these smaller gyms, um, okay. opportunities for training and certification, um, but also maybe some more creative focused events. Um, so stay tuned for that. I don't quite have details yet, but we do have some ideas teed up. I'll keep you cool. posted. I have some ideas I need to pitch to you oh, as well. Oh, cool. So. I love that. So. Um, that would, yeah, actually we will talk about that, but, um, in terms of the summit, um, a couple things, you know, this year, um, and I had breakfast with James this morning Uh to talk about his experience and he was here for a day and a half and, um, we got to the idea that it's great that we are acknowledging diversity as a topic for the sake of. But what I want to get away from is exactly that. Sure. And I just want the experience of the event to be representative. Sure. Yep. So um, I and think I it's... I think that's, that's a natural evolution that has to happen. But Yeah. But I think it has to start with the yeah. recognizing it and, mm-hmm. you know... So I'm hoping next year... Um, that we're going to have a lot of gyms reporting back on piloting uh, Ryan's program in their gyms. I'm really looking forward to hearing about that. Um, Next year will also be a year out from the Olympics. I'm not sure if I can legally say Olympics, but I just said it. I don't know why you couldn't. Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> There's some now serious rules around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there'll be some excitement around that and some momentum there. Um, yeah. We have a partnership with USA Climbing for this coaches symposium, as you know, and yep. um, hopefully can bring out some more heavy hitters in that space and continue to foster that community. Yeah. And I'm going to try to talk to John Muse. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's great. Try to pin him down, even though he's constantly either <laughs> running to do something or on his phone or on his computer. Yeah. Um, cause he's, he's a busy guy, a busy dude. Yeah. So I'm going to try to talk to him a little about that yeah. as well. So. Yeah. Every once in a while we can stop by Avery Brewing Company and have a beer. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, but anyways, what else is, what am I excited about? You know, we have great nonprofit partners from the, what's called the climbing Alliance. Okay. Um, in the, Boulder area, they're all based. So the Access Fund, the American Alpine Club, the AMGA, um, USA Climbing, and in our organization, we've been working together to partner up to offer more resources as a unified group to the climbing community. So I'm looking forward to hopefully launching more about that at next year's summit. Um, and overall, I'm just excited to see more folks coming out who are looking to create and to innovate and to add more spunk and personality to this already eclectic community cool yeah i think that's i think that's great i think it's not a you know it it doesn't sound like you're trying to become more corporate it sounds like you're trying to just become better i think we need to stay funky i think you know folks ask me why are you smiling so much there's there's a lot <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. last night it was the scotch <laughs> <laughs> i thought we agreed i didn't drink any scotch last night oh yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> no. true but um they're like well why do you seem like you're you look light as a you know your shoulders aren't tensed up you look yeah. like you should be more stressed it's like because there's ultimately these problems are all solvable and it's we're here to enjoy the experience and um i've been enjoying talking to everyone hearing their anecdotes that's what brings me joy is seeing these folks who are just came from across the country from across the world and they're getting so much out of the experience and so that's what i take home with me and 
will make me excited to to kick it off starting in June, planning for 2019. Cool. Well, let me know whatever role I can play, or I would love to come back and do more yeah. podcasting in some greater role. So maybe we can tee you up for a workshop next year. I'm I'm 100% in for that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Emily. I appreciate a ton you setting this up and sitting down with me and making I'm, all of this happen. I mean, I'm so glad you reached out. This is who's, great. Who's your team? Just so we know here. Yeah, absolutely. So Bill Zimmerman is our um, president and CEO mm -hmm. and the founder of the organization. Yeah, I still uh, have to find him for a selfie. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is probably hiding because of that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, Laura Alured is our marketing manager mm -hmm. and um, Dan Jeanette is our membership manager. So it's just the four of us. Just the four of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's an amazing event for a, a giant team, more or less four people. So thank appreciate you. It. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, Emily. Thanks. Emily, thank you very much for sitting down with me. I'm really looking forward to seeing you and Laura and the whole team uh, very, very soon. Can't wait. If this hasn't convinced all of you that you need to go to CWA, if you're involved in the indoor climbing industry, uh, even in the outdoor climbing industry, I, there's so much crossover. I don't know how you can only be involved in one. And I think we just have to take responsibility for the fact that they both feed off of each other. And, and this event, I think it's amazing. I don't know what else to say about it the most productive industry trade show that I've ever had. Um, and I went there with no, no big productivity goals or anything. I just went to see what was going on and came away thinking, if I don't do this next year, I'm an idiot. So anyway, you guys can find registration links right there in your pocket supercomputers. You can also go to climbingwallsummit.org to get registered for the CWA. It's coming up very, very soon. May 15th to 17th, and at the very least, go on the website, check out all of the events that are going on during the summit. Um, being able to walk into rooms and sit in on larger conversations and watch panels of people speak on things that I'm interested in and that, that really make a difference to my business was huge. So check that out. And hopefully I'll see you there. Uh, Nate and I will be coaching at a pre-conference workshop. I'll also be speaking during the conference. Hope to see you all there. Please come up and say hello. I'll be carrying around stickers. You need stickers. Take some home with you. Stick them on your cars, on your enemies' cars, on your parents' cars, whatever. Promote. That's all we ask. Also, if you're in the area, performance climbing coach seminar is immediately after in Fort Collins. The next one happens in, however you pronounce it, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, October 4th through the 6th. And you can sign up for either of those at performanceclimbingcoach.com. You can find us at powercompanyclimbing.com. You can find us on the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Pinterest at powercompanyclimbing. And you know what? We're still not on that Twitter because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles. This time, this time, this time.